BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Yeah, you know that Team USA won their opener against Great Britain 6-2 in the World Baseball Classic. Can you even fathom the lineup that the U.S. has going in this tournament? Honestly, five of the 24 highest paid guys in the game. Mike Trout, Nolan Arenado, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Paul Goldschmidt. No other team has two of the richest two dozen players so i mean the u.s is just absolutely loaded and it doesn't stop there so the 10 starters in their opener against great britain are getting paid 226 million dollars this season jt rail muto goldschmidt second baseman jeff mcneil turner at short arenado at third kyle tucker in left trout in center Bets in right, Schwarbaum, Kyle Schwarber, the DH, and Adam Wainwright, who was the starting pitcher. So you look at a team like the DR, right? Their starting lineup pulls down $153 million this year, and that's about the same as the Team USA bench players. The payroll for Team USA, based on, you know, average annual salary is $379 million. That's more than the A's, Orioles, Pirates, Reds, and Rays combined. The total value of active contracts for the guys on Team USA, $2.05 billion. They have a $2 billion team. So Tony Reagan's uh, is the you know chief baseball you know development guy and the GM of Team USA. First he went to Mike Trout, you know in Anaheim. He's like, I want you on Team USA in the WBC. Trout said, Count me in. Let's go. Reagan said he never had to twist his arm or anything. He was all in from the jump. Trout said it was just the right time. The other times, I don't know, it just didn't feel right. The time wasn't right. I had no problem saying yes this time. Reagan said once we had Trout, then we went after Mookie. Mookie wanted to play with Trout. Mike talked to Mookie. Mookie was all in, and that's how it all started. Reagan said, in the past, there was opposition that came from agents and and teams. They were hesitant about players being in it. 
it changed this time, and it changed because it was player-driven. Once you got Mike and Mookie, so Mookie wanted to play with Mike. Bryce Harper, who's injured, wanted to play with Mike. Arenado, Goldschmidt, they were on board instantly. Kyle Schwarber, uh, I'd love to tell you exactly what he said, but I'd have to clean it up. It was basically a dirty version of, let's go. I think he probably said, let's mother Ferellin go, baby. Turner was throwing with Arenado, and the two of them make around $575 million. Trout and Betts uh, were hitting. They make $795 million with their combined contracts. I mean, unbelievable. So the U.S. was playing Mexico Sunday at Chase Field. And you look at all these teams in this thing. Japan, Korea, the DR, Puerto Rico, Venezuela. They're all badass. Mexico's a threat. They eliminated the U.S. in 06. Michael Young, who's a coach on Team USA, said, uh, I remember we went in and had this typical three-game series attitude you have during the season, like we had time to work our way through it, and that's a huge mistake. You have to really bring the intensity from the very beginning. You have to have a tournament mentality from the start. And then DeRosa's got a task at hand like you've never seen before for a manager. He's got to manage a $2 billion team. And if they don't win at all, he and they are all failures. DeRosa said there's pressure, no doubt, but it comes from excitement. I've talked with a lot of people, listened to analytics guys. You can't just run any lineup out there and let them play. You have to construct the right lanes of hitters. You don't want to make it too easy for the other team to match up with three or four righties in a row. I was looking at this article about all the greatest teams ever assembled. They had a a team in March of 70 in the East-West Baseball Classic. And uh, the West team had Maury Wills, P. Rose, Hank Aaron, Reggie Jackson, Johnny Bench, Orlando Cepeda, Joe Morgan, Sal Bando, and Earl Wilson. Roy Campanella was the manager. I mean, you got to be kidding me. How about this one? The 1934 All-Star Game at the Polo Grounds. The American League All-Stars. Charlie Geringer, Heine Manouche. Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Jimmy Fox, Al Simmons, Joe Cronin, Bill Dickey, Lefty Gomez, and Joe Cronin uh, was the manager. How about the National League All-Star team in 1966? Willie Mays, Roberto Clemente, badass, Hank Aaron, Willie McCovey, Ron Sano, Joe Torre, Jim Lefevre, Leo Cardenas, Sandy Koufax, Walter Alston was the manager. How about the 86 All-Star Game at the Astrodome? The National League team, Tony Gwynn, Ryan Sandberg, Keith Hernandez, Gary Carter, Daryl Strawberry, Mike Schmidt, Dale Murphy, Ozzie Smith, and Dwight Gooden, Whitey Herzog was the manager. I remember that one vividly. Here was the 98 All-Star team from the National League at Coors Field. Craig Biggio, Tony Gwynn, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Chipper Jones, Mike Piazza, Larry Walker, Walt Weiss, Greg Maddox, and my boy Jim Leland was the manager. They lost 13-8. to Maddox threw two scoreless innings, though. How about the 27 Yankees? You know this one, Murderer's Row. Earl Combs, Mark Koenig, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Bob Mizell, Tony Lazari, Joe Dugan, Pat Collins, and Wade Hoyt. Miller Huggins was the manager. 
They went 114-44-1, had a four-game sweep of the Pirates in the World Series. They outscored opponents by 384 runs, 2.41 per game. A couple things stood out to me on Saturday in college rack, and one of them was Duke winning the ACC championship. They won the tournament. They did it all. A freshman coach. Let's face it, John Shire's been there forever, but this is his first run as head coach. Filipowski, the freshman, had 20 points and 10 rebounds. The double-double. He was the tournament MVP. And Duke locked down Virginia. Beat him by 10. 59-49 in the title game in Greensboro. How about his debut season? He succeeds Mike Krzyzewski and wins the ACC tournament. And they've been playing great ball. Jeremy Roach scored 19 of his career high, 23 after halftime for the fourth-seeded Blue Devils. They're 26-8. and eight. And they have been on a month-long surge to the top of the ACC to claim a league record 22nd championship. They go into the NCAA tournament on a nine-game roll. Shire said, they believed in us and in me, and obviously I felt that way about each of them, the kids. He said it was a surreal feeling, and it's the first time someone's won as an ACC tournament title as both a player and a coach, and only the third first-year coach to ever claim the title. Duke's winning streak started with an overtime. Uh, this is after a loss at Virginia in which uh, they had a horrible call at the end when Filipowski got hammered at the rack trying to dunk a ball. And from that point on, they just started winning. They held the Cavaliers to 33% shooting. And Virginia missed both contested and clean looks the whole game. They had a lot of turnovers, 12. Uh, they only made 16 shots. Duke never trailed. They led by as many as 14. Reese Beekman had 12 for Virginia. They got to within six on a McNeely three with about three minutes left. They were within five on a layup with about a minute left. But then uh, the bottom line is Duke finished them off. They hit six straight free throws to clinch the win. Roach was the man late in the game. The other game that stood out to me was Arizona's 61-59 win over number two UCLA. The eighth-ranked Wildcats hung on, won the game, even though UCLA had a chance at the buzzer to win on a three, but it didn't fall. Arizona boosted their case for a number two seed in the tournament. UCLA 29-5. They still hope they uh, were going to get a number one no matter what going into the game remember that West Regional ends in Las Vegas in a couple weeks second year in a row that Arizona beat UCLA for the Pac-12 title Tommy Lloyd how about this guy He's never lost in Vegas. He's 9 and 0 in Sin City, 8 and 0 at the T-Mobile Arena and 6 and 0 in the Pac-12 tournament. That is crazy. Lloyd said it was a knockdown drag out kind of game. I had a feeling it was going to be that way. So much respect for UCLA. They're going through some injury stuff right now, but they're resilient. I knew it was going to be a game like this. 
Tiger Campbell went to the line for UCLA with 6.8 seconds left. He made the first, missed the second. Then Tabellis hit one of two. And then Dylan Andrews had a clean look at a three on the wing at the buzzer to win it. But he missed. Tubelis got the tournament's uh, most outstanding player award. He had 19 and 14 rebounds for Zona. Amari Bailey led UCLA with 19. Campbell had 16. Haquez had 13 and 10, the double-double. San Diego State won the Mountain West Championship. Marquette won the Big East. Texas won the Big 12 title over Kansas easily. And now it's time to dance. The brackets are out. We're going to start it up this week. And everybody's going to be getting in on it and betting on it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now, he's rolling in the green. Like a... Like a good neighbor? Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.